0: Welcome to the Zen Superman Podcast. In the episode today, we are going to talk about what to do when you and or your kids end up being sick. How to survive without yelling, without stressing, without turning into a total zombie wreck. (laughs) Are you sick right now? (laughs) Let's go and talk. Hi, my name is Alena, I'm your mommy tantrum specialist, and I'm the founder of the Zen Supermom System. And this is the first podcast to help you increase your stress resistance so that you can become a Zen supermom and simply do it all while staying calm and happy. Welcome to the Zen Supermom Podcast. Hi, supermoms, Alena here, your mommy tantrum specialist and the founder of the Zen Supermom System, where we help busy loving mom stop yelling at your kids no matter what even if you're sick and be able to set healthy boundaries with calm so that they grow up having those wonderful memories of the best mom in the world they could wish for and today we will be talking about being sick And da di da da there's always an inspiration that I take from my clients, but also from myself. And today's episode is, is inspired by my own experience because my daughter was sick last week, like 10 days ago it started. And then a few days later, I went down as well with the same thing, even worse. So she had it's like some kind of flu, you know, when you cannot breathe through your nose because it's all blocked. And then I got it from her. Thank you very much, my dear. A Few days later, and it was even worse because first time in my life, the flu, it went into my ears even. So you know, like when you have so much pressure in your ears that it even hurts, even if you want to blow your nose. It's like, okay, I'll spare you too much detail. Sorry, sorry for that. (laughs) Just to explain, this is why you can, you might still hear in my voice, it's more nasal (laughs) today, because I'm not completely out of it. But I was thinking well what a great example because I'm not going to put myself here on a pedestal like look how great I am how great I managed but I realized that for myself I I took it as a celebration this time when I was sick (laughs) I took it as a celebration of first of all the things that I'm doing with my clients they work and I can see it not only on them I can see it on myself Because if this happened five, six years ago, I would have been a total zombie wreck. I (laughs) would have gone on the pity lane party. I would be completely down and even more than physically, it would have impacted me mentally. And this is why I want to talk to you today. Because it's the season now in most part of the world where you might be listening. Either the season just changed or it even it got colder. <laughs> and it's completely normal that the kids are bringing from school and from wherever they are hanging around. They are bringing all kinds of like viruses and stuff. So they usually bring it home, right? <laughs> Christmas gift coming early. And then it's so heavy because... Not only they don't sleep at night, so you cannot rest because they keep waking you up. They want you to stay in bed with them. But then very often, a few days later, you get sick as well. Because from running on empty tank, so little energy already before, uh, so much stress, so little time to rest properly, of course you're going to catch the same bug that they have, right? And then it's a total beep show. mm mm-hmm. I don't want to say bad words here. Because after when you have already not slapped yourself and then you become sick and you, have to, you still have to get up and take care of them and you need to take care of yourself because for whatever reason, there's nobody else to take care of you in most of the cases. Either you're living by yourself with the kids or even if you have a husband, that's a totally different story. <laughs> then how do you do it and not lose your calm? How do you successfully heal them while healing yourself without too much yelling, without too much stressing, while keeping your mental sanity Mm -hmm. and without complaining why guys have it so much easier? (laughs) Because this is one of the things I noticed. What was always worst for me when my daughter was sick and then I got sick on top all these years back what i hated the most about it was the fact that i i wish there was somebody who would take care of me like these were those were the voices in my head telling me because i don't know how about you whenever i feel sick i turn into a small kid again i just want i'm not feeling well physically i just wish there was somebody who could take care of me and i could crawl into a little ball sip that hot tea and just fall asleep for the next week (laughs) or until the spring comes (laughs) ideally and the fact that i couldn't do it the fact that my daughter kept waking me up the fact that i had to sleep in her bed squeezing on the side trying not to wake her up and not being able to get any sleep myself all those stories were running in my head reminding me what is it that i wish i had right now and that i didn't and that's what was making me worse, mm-hmm. and on top, whatever comparison voices, like yeah, and my husband, he's healthy, he's sleeping in his bed, da 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 da, and how come, or even if he was sick, then I was still there to take care of him. so how come this is so not fair for for moms and dads? like what a difference and if you' if any by any chance you're listening, you're a super dad, like phew, kudos to you. <laughs> no judgments here just saying what i usually like what was running through my head back then and what i noticed all around me and you tell me if you notice the same there are even jokes in the czech language about what happens when a guy gets sick with just like a little of a little bit of running nose that they are completely perceiving it as oh, I'm dying and they need to be taken care of and they don't even have a fever or anything just a little bit of running nose and they turn into a complete, you know they turn it into a big drama and like everybody take care of me and I have a theory about that it's just my personal observation and you tell me what, what you think about it I became a specialist at healing General, generational trauma for women so i know very well because that's like coming back from my own experience i know what it is and what it what was at the beginning of it for us i'm still uncovering and kind of unwrapping what is it that happens for men because they have a different type of trauma from their childhood and this is where my theory comes with them being sick Most of them, especially those who were raised, having to cut off from their emotions. That like, stop whining, you're like a little girl and just man up, boys don't cry, whatever. They were basically trained since conception or whatever, since birth. That it's not a manly thing to show emotions. So they don't. Or they feel bad if they do. They feel inappropriate. Like, I'm a wussy, whatever word in English or your language, Mm. but I bet you have a word in your language for men who are not really men, who are weaklings, who are more feminine, Mm -hmm. and that's being looked down to, right? That's not a real, real man. Mm. So, my theory is that what happens when they get sick, it's kind of suddenly kind of getting a card, permission card, now go ahead. Now you're allowed to feel weak. You're allowed to show emotions. You're allowed to make some emotional drama. You're allowed to be a drama queen. Now go ahead because you're sick. Of course you need to be taken care of by some strong woman. So go ahead do now. Now finally you have the permission to show your emotions. And so then they <laughs> then they do. <laughs> And they make it up for all these months and years that they were the strong man who doesn't show emotions. The moment they get a little bit of running nose, they're like ah! <laughs> That's just my theory. Okay, I'm digressing. Back to you. These were that's how I came to this like uh, little turn on the road. Because that's what I always felt. Men have the permission to be sick. And it's kind of expected of the woman to take care of them, even if the woman is sick. (laughs) Did you notice that? The problem is, and this is where I do not want this podcast episode, just like any other before. This is not a victim's party. We are not going to be complaining here. Who has it worse? Because I'm sure there are moms who are listening who have it even worse than I did and maybe than you did. This is not a competition for the worst victim, okay? What I want you to do as the first step is to realize that really feeling sick has these two components. One thing is the physical component. Yes, and let's acknowledge that it sucks a big time. Physically, you have less energy. Many of your body parts most likely hurt. It's difficult to breathe, especially like if you have a flu, (laughs) it's difficult to breathe. Your head feels most likely you have a headache or there's some pressure in your head. It's not fun. That's a fact. It's tough however the second component which is optional it is not linked to it for life it is not necessarily obligatory part you need to go through as well obligatory pain second part of it is optional and that's the mental pain that you're feeling because of all of these comparisons with guys all of these complaining about your kids how come nobody whatever like (laughs) whatever is happening with them nobody can let me sleep all of those feeling like you're a little girl who would love to crawl into a hole and sleep until spring and you can't do that so you're na 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 the voice in your head tells you this is not fair and i'm so tired and na 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 this part is optional Can you feel sick and still be mentally okay? Yeah. This is the goal. If you choose to accept the challenge. Because you tell me, how would it feel? How would it feel? You had a flu, you had a fever, your kid had a flu and a fever. You would be feeling all this pain physically and still you would be able to feel at peace. You would not be losing your calm. Yes, you would be sleep-deprived. But you would know it's going to pass in a couple of days, weeks at most. And you'll be okay again. How would that be for you? How valuable will that be for you if you were able to do that? Stay calm even while you and your kids are sick. Mm -hmm. If you would love to try, then let's unwrap that in this episode. Okay. So first of all, I already started mentioning to you what are some of the first steps you can be taking. Uncover that victim voice in your head. Mm -hmm. So there will be parts of you complaining, wishing it was different. Wishing, if only my kids were healthy. If only it didn't happen today when I have the most work to do. If only there was somebody to help me, because there is not so catch those victim voices in your head stop wishing for it to be different and accept the situation it sucks that's what it is okay (laughs) like point blank it is what it is I accept it once you do that you will be able to see well there are lots of things out of my control I I can't make my kid stop having a running nose right now. But there are lots of things I can help them with. Mm -hmm. So focusing on these, doing them, and then again, repeat step number one. Realize you have no control over anything else. You help them blow their their nose. You help them put whatever I was putting essential oils to unblock the the passages and stuff. Um, I was giving my daughter special tea with honey and everything. You do everything you can, and the rest, let go. It sucks, and it will take some time, and that's okay. Because once you're able to do that, you will be able to see the bigger picture. Because that's what your victim voices in your head wants you to feel. It sucks. It's heavy. I can't take it. And it tells you it's going to be like this forever. Or kind of like you cannot. There's no end in mind. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. That's what it will be from now on. That's kind of how it feels. Mm-hmm. You can't see the next step because you're so tired. And it feels so heavy to be in this one. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it heavy. Then, mm-hmm. so the third step then will be to. Whoop. I sometimes call it like take a helicopter. Look at your entire life. Are you are you even going to remember this little flu, whatever it is happening, little or big, thirty years from now? Are you going to remember it? Are you going to be healed from it <laughs> much sooner than in through thirty years? Yeah. So use that also to manage your victim, Mm -hmm. victim voices in your head to tell them like, okay, yes, my plans got out of the window for the coming few days. That's okay. Yep. I'm going to be missing some things at work. Mm -hmm. Too bad. And when I come back, I'll make it, I'll manage it. It's like, it's not the end of the world, which is what the victim would like to make you think it is the end of the world it's not have you survived already flus and your kids being sick before yes you have was it tough yeah I could send you I would send you a hug I would come and cook a soup for you if I could I can't <laughs> but hopefully this will be a soup for your for your soul and for your heart that will help you okay it is going to pass this too shall pass If it's a little flu, it will be a few days. If it's something heavier, it will be a few weeks. It will pass. okay. But one of the examples of a mom of a client who we do have inside the group, and she mentioned it, I think just two weeks ago, she came for a group and she was celebrating this as a win. Yeah, my daughter was sick i had to sleep with her in her bed because otherwise she wouldn't fall asleep she kept crying she kept waking up so i just figured better than going back and forth i just stayed there in her bed and what i did i realized those there are those voices in my head nagging exactly like i cannot get any sleep if i'm going to stay here with her in her bed i'm not going to get any sleep it's so uncomfortable And moreover then it will be difficult again to let her sleep alone in her bed and me sleeping in my room because she will be so used to me and blah 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 she said i realized i caught all of these voices in my head and i realized no you guys go away this is what it is remember step one step two chasing out victims step three realizing this is one night I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. I have no control over that. Let's take one moment at a time, one day at a time. So this is what she was mentally preparing for in her head. She said, whatever happens, it's okay. This is just the best solution right now for me and my daughter. I will sleep with her in her bed while sleep. I will stay in her bed for the night. And just like this, she was able to fall asleep and she had a good night of sleep even in her daughter's bed so they both woke up feeling much better the next morning so it was a huge celebration for her and this is something similar that i was just like going through myself as well last week or at the end of (laughs) yeah in the last few days i was going through exactly the same i had to change my schedule (laughs) i left out i didn't do all the work that i planned i canceled our weekend plans and I was okay with that. Was it perfect? No, then my daughter started feeling better while I was getting worse. Did it suck for her that she didn't have all those play dates and events to go to? Yeah, sorry, too bad. Mommy's sick. <laughs> Mommy's not going to be a martyr <laughs> and go somewhere <laughs> even with like all of the sinuses blocked and everything. Nope, not happening. And we survived. And recovered, both of us. No yelling, no drama, no stress, no victim voices in in the head. Okay. So, this is my sharing for you. We have to recognize it is tough. Mm-hmm. You do want to be. <laughs> There's a part of you who does want to crawl in a safe place, like just if my mommy was here and could take care of me. Yeah, that's your inner child. That's why like most of the work we do or half of the work we do inside the Zen Superman program, it's working with your inner child. You need to do that work so that whenever you feel like you want to be the little girl who is being taken care of, you can do that for yourself. Even when you're sick, that you do not give in to that sadness and that feeling of abandonment I'm sick and nobody takes care of me and I need to take care of others this is so not fair and I just can't take it this is your inner child this is the work you need to do when you're healthy ideally so that when you're sick you know what to do quickly (laughs) and you can take care of yourself because I always say that I'm sorry I would love to have a magic wand and for every sick mom send you like a robot, send you a healthy clone, send you a a wonderful caring husband who could take care of everything instead of you. I wish I could do that, I can't. But this is the good news. You don't have to rely on anybody else. You already have everything you need inside within you. And no, that's not the heavier way it's like what it's really just me myself and i like no this is the easier way actually (laughs) this is the easier when you incorporate you heal your inner child you heal those victim voices in your head so that you can keep taking care of yourself and your family including also being able to ask for help because once you're not playing the victim once you're not getting the benefit of hey everybody look at me and feel sorry for me how tough i have it if you're not busy playing a victim then you can actually go and ask for help right because there might be somebody around who could help you and who would be happy to do that but as long as you're playing the victim hands in the air then you cannot ask anybody for help because that would kind of like yeah that would take out from that heaviness and that justified feeling of needing to like uh, making others to feel sorry for you hmm? so that's what becomes possible once you heal heal your inner child and heal the victim voices in your head so that you make it easier for your body to heal physically as well because yes you can go through you and your kids being sick without losing your marbles (laughs) without losing your mental peace okay does that help I know, I'd love to help more, I'd love to, as I said, come and cook the soup for you, come and cook your tea for you. But let me just send you one big warm hug. (laughs) Because sometimes that's also what's needed. Keep me posted what you got out of this, if you and your sick kids are sick. I will wish you very speedy recovery. And I'm thinking if there was anything else I wanted to share with you today. But that's that's it. It's that feeling of peace, and I wish you find it. I wish for you that you find it really soon, because that's what can stay with you no matter what, and that's like what came up when I took the pause now to check if I shared everything I wanted with you. That's what came up, that feeling like my feeling of peace and love just in general. In general, love. This is something that can stay with you no matter what. This is something that got me through being sick in the last couple of days. I just took it as it was and it was okay. And this is something that can carry you through as well. No matter what's going on in your life. Even if there are heavier things happening right now than just kids having a flu or you having a flu. That feeling of inner peace and calm, light, love. It can stay with you no matter what. That's what happens when you get on this journey. So I hope I could shine some of that to you right now if that's what you needed. And I wish you very strong health <laughs> and lots of peace, Supermom. Take care.